Welcome to Flowcast by Trillium Flow Technologies, a podcast sharing expertise and insights on engineered valves, pumps, and actuators across power, oil and gas, general industry, and water and wastewater sectors. Tune in and experience the performance engineered difference. Hey everyone, welcome to Flowcast, a podcast by Trillium Flow Technologies. I am your host, Hillary Kennedy, and today we're going to discuss the growth options for pressure relief valves in the industry with our guest, Brian Voitilla, the Global Product Director for Pressure Relief Valves for Trillium. So how are you doing today, Brian? I'm doing great, Hillary. Thanks a lot for having me. Excited to be here. Our podcast has got a lot of good recognition in the market and I'm just excited to be a part of it. Well, I can't wait to talk to you, um, especially because I understand that you just spent some time in France at both of Trillium's main PRV manufacturing facilities. I would love to know what were your top takeaways from the visit? And then how do you see those takeaways shaping this critical product segment at Trillium? Yeah, no, thanks. And, and like you mentioned, we do have two manufacturing sites in France. A little unique that they are so close to each other by proximity. Um, but that just kind of comes with some of the heritage and the technology. Our North plant is really focused on, um, I would say, the general industry, a little bit of nuclear, um, but, but more of the conventional power space from a product design perspective. Uh, and then our South France facility really is, is focused on the nuclear industry. And then we have an aeronautics business that focuses on Airbus. Uh, there's some similarities between the two. Um, definitely from a pressure relief valve perspective, but they do focus on different markets. So it was great to go over there and see the teams face to face and talk to them after having so many uh, Zoom calls uh, over the last uh, few months. So it's been great. Uh, one of the biggest things that I noticed in both factories is just about everything that they are doing, uh, whether it's process improvement, technology design innovations, um, or even just trying to figure out how they can make uh, the flow better through through the manufacturing plant. Everything is driven off of a customer need. So it's, it's, it's a constant, uh, I would say, focus to try to drive a better uh, experience for our customers. And that can be anywhere from uh, the beginning part of an order and how we quote all the way through the production cycle and the post the post shipment uh, cycle and how our customers interact with us. That was a pretty you know big breath of fresh air to see, um, but we are very customer driven and trying to satisfy those customers. And we're doing some interesting things with technology. I would say on the soft side through software and better data analytics, even in the plants, to provide that better customer experience and. That was just really refreshing to see that the the team is very focused on, you know, trying to provide that better experience, uh, both for internal customers and external customers. Yeah, I love hearing that. And, you know, you kind of touched on this just a second ago about new technology and the way things are changing, because the, the pressure relief valve industry is just ever growing and it is constantly changing. So I would I would like to know what are some of the changes that have surprised you and even more, you know, what changes do you see coming in the future? Yeah, you know, I've been now in the valve industry for for a couple of years, a few years actually, off and on, and um, splitting my time between valves and rotating equipment historically. And there's always been this need for a higher degree of monitoring of equipment in the field. And does it surprise me? In a way it does, but it's, it's also one of those things where it's difficult to 
bring a digital side to a mechanical technology. Um, and I'd say the thing that surprised me is that it's 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 probably taken so long for it to get here. Uh, like my colleague uh, Neil talked about in the uh, IIoT uh, episode of our podcast, you know, there's a lot going on and there's a lot of customer needs that are driving that, I would say, higher degree of, of monitoring of, of either valve or pump or anything performance-wise. Um, and so, you know, I'm excited to see that as a need because it really drives and pushes the need for innovation and in how we design and provide a product to our customers. But uh, I think the time has come, and I think it's it's exciting for me to be a part of this this space and, and this market to see how that is going to change and how we support those customers. Well, so even with all of the exciting changes that are coming, there's always some challenges, right? So can you touch on a, a couple of the unique challenges that are specifically related to the pressure relief valve industry? Like I mentioned, it's a it's a historic. I would say a historic market where uh, there's a lot of big players that that have done some innovation over the last few years, and so kind of to make that additional leap is is going to be difficult for some. But I think that that's where the big differentiator is going to be for uh, some of the major players is trying to figure out how they can do that last little bit or even consolidate. Uh, with with peers to to drive a bigger presence in the market and ultimately, like I said, I uh, keep going back to it, but to provide a better customer experience. Um, you got to keep in mind that when it comes to pressure relief valves and even all valves in general, you know, a customer is not usually only after one type of valve. So having a wide product portfolio for their for their uh, for their application or even their whole plant is is really going to bring a lot of benefit to them. So yeah, I think that's going to be the next thing is trying to find those small innovations and really trying to provide a better technology uh, as it connects through digital spaces and Internet of Technology, Internet of Things, excuse me. So while we're talking about customers, let's tell the listeners who may not know, what are the traditional industries that Trillium's pressure relief valves serve and, and what, which market um, offers the most growth opportunities? So traditionally, we have served the oil and gas market, the chemical production market, and then uh, the nuclear market, as we talked about, conventional power and, and, and nu- nuclear power. These have been the longstanding markets that we've served, with our main focus of our business historically being in Europe and specifically in France, which is where the technology came from. So that's, that's been the historical market that we've served. So I want to shift gears a little bit here, Brian, and talk about your engineering background. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I'm an engineer, as you mentioned, and uh, because of that, I like to get into some of the details and understand the technical sides of the products that we offer. You know, early on in my career, I had a decision to make whether I go down the route of being a subject matter expert or I go down the route of being more of a business leader. And um, what I quickly realized is, although I do like the technical side and the, and the, and the data side of being an engineer, um, what I really like to do is focus on solving problems and having that customer interaction. And I would say transforming, leading, and shaping businesses to be able to address those customer problems is something that's always been uh, really satisfactory to me. So I've, I've decided to go down that route, and I'm excited to be a part of, of Trillium and leading the pressure relief valve group. Well, and one thing that I've heard you mention a couple of times since we've been talking is your love of helping customers find solutions to complex problems. 
So how does your experience and your background that you just touched on, how does that come into focus and help shape the PRV product life cycle and the, the product evolution at Trillium? Yes. Yeah, so as I mentioned earlier, the technology side is evolving. Uh, and it's not just in pressure relief valves. It's also in how our customers interact. I mean, if you look at the market, um, especially in the pandemic, there's been a big push for more uh, autonomous operation of manufacturing plants. Uh, if possible, production of oil, uh, whether that's in an FPSO environment or a chemical processing environment, um, less people at site, if possible. Now, all that comes with safety, um, of course, and, and and quality. And I think you know, allowing our products to operate in those environments where they can be in a more remote uh, operational location um, would really allow us to serve that market. And I think being a part of that trend in the market uh, is, is is really going to, and even being a forefront of it is going to be exciting for us to continue to serve as, as things change. Well, I know one of Trillium's corporate values is to always solve, innovate, and create. So what does the future of this product segment look like? Um, how does Trillium's plan to evolve the PRV brands to further meet those customer demands while aligning to this value that is so core to Trillium. Yeah, innovation is key for us, not just in, again, a customer-facing environment, but also internally. You know, if we can innovate internally, we can innovate then for our customers. And that that's not just down to basic product innovation and design. I actually would put business innovations in there as well. And like I mentioned, even stepping foot in, in the North and South plants and seeing these massive monitors that have uh, production data to show where things are so everybody can see, you know, how they're doing for the day or how they're doing for the week or how they're doing for the month and solving those customer problems. I think that's just the start of, of, of how we innovate. You know, that, that leads into trying to think about how we solve other issues uh, or, or find solutions for customers, even in the product design lifecycle. So it, it's pretty exciting. Um, and it's really good to see that that's part of the DNA of the team. Um, it help, helps me do my job a bit uh, easier because uh, I don't have to essentially start start pushing that in the teams. It's already there. Um, it's just a matter of kind of cultivating it and helping it grow further. But besides that, there's other things that I think the industry is pushing towards, such as additive manufacturing, 3D printing technologies um, when it comes to, to, to re-engineering or replacing valves specifically in the PRV side, you know, there's a lot that we can still do. And I think as those technologies specifically on the additive manufacturing side evolve, we'll be in a very good position because of our uh, innovation DNA to be able to serve customers through those different design and build techniques. So I'm excited. It's an exciting time. It is an exciting time. I've really enjoyed hearing about the, the technology and especially the focus on serving the customer, finding those solutions to complex problems. I, I love that that is a, a focus of Trillium. So Brian Voitella, thank you so much for joining me today on the show and just kind of sharing your, your expertise and your insight. Thanks a lot, Hillary. No, I appreciate it. And uh, it's exciting to be a part of this team as we grow. And and uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's good. And I'm glad to be a part of the team. Well, and I want to thank everyone else for joining us, for listening, for tuning in for this episode of Flowcast. If you would like to stay up to date with new episodes, make sure to subscribe on uh, Apple or Spotify or wherever you like to get your podcasts. 
We'll be back with another episode soon, but until then, I have been your host, Hillary Kennedy. Thanks so much for watching.